Bill. I thought we were purchasing an automobile. Just let me do the talking here, Mavis. Mr. and Mrs., welcome to Andrew's Airship Allocator and Aerial Aeronautic Appliances and Activating Air Weapons. Here's my card. My name is Andrew. What are you and the fine Mrs. in for today? Just looking to buy ourselves a new Zeppelin today. Something nice, something safe for the children. Looking to buy a new airship, eh? Looking for something safe for the kids? Well, let me direct your gaze to our flying Firebolt 5000, equipped with state-of-the-art military-grade balloons full of non-flammable propellant gases used to propel yourself into the sky like one of the birds. Ooh, now we're cooking with gas. An all-oak interior, steel railings, and trimming from ivory shipped from a country we definitely didn't invade for anything other than patriotic reasons. I don't think we really need all that. Sir, your missus is a riot. Let me direct you to our aft section with electric flamethrower starboard and port section come with harpoons. Perfect for shooting those dang nazis out of the skies. For 17 easy payments of 59.99.95, 59.95, you can fly her home today. What do you say, friend? I don't know, Bill. This uh, seems quiet like down a bit there, mo- Dollface. I'm talking money here. Uh, I don't know. You know, throw in a crate of explosive rounds and you got yourself a deal. Why, sir, you have yourself a deal. This is the Nordy Dirk Podcast. You have been warned. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Nordy Dirk Podcast, the show dedicated to bringing you all the indie game goodness you crave. My name is Andrew Campbell, and tonight we are going to solve all of the deep philosophical questions that have plagued mankind for centuries. We'll start with AJ Vogel. AJ, why? Because. All right, next up we have Andrew Linder. Andrew, how? Oftentimes, I think in life, we look at how and think, how? I know I do. And when I think how, I often follow that up with, now brown cow. <laughs> and so when you put the two things together, you get how now brown cow. Sure. And I just think that makes a lot more sense. All right. I, I don't disagree. <laughs> <laughs> and last, we have Brandon Campbell. Brandon, who? Um... And don't say the brown cow because it's hard to <laughs> no, be said. Come on, that's like the band. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, I'll go with the band. The band who. Ever since I was a young who? boy, I played the silver ball. The band who? Yes, AJ. Yep. All right, I have a question for you, Andy. You do. Go for it. What? Uh, the guns of Icarus, which is today's. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Good segue. Did you see that segue? You, that was I, that, that was perfectly solid. Planned. But I, I bet we're not there yet. I could have asked any question. I could have said where, but you didn't. Uh, but I, didn't. I would have said. The middle of the sky after a global... Well, we'll get into that later. The Guns of Icarus! What? <laughs> did you want to uh-huh. do your spiel? Oh, about the movies? Okay, so this past weekend I was on vacation. And, and we went to Galena, which is a beautiful little town full of nice mom and pop shops. Yeah, Galena's uh, nice. Very romantic. And you're a pop and she's a mom. So, and, yep. There you go. Pops and moms. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyway, while we were out there, we decided to see a couple movies. And we saw Jurassic World and then we saw Mad Max. Okay. okay. Uh, my impressions of both are, are, are thus follows. Start with the Jurassic World. All right, Jurassic World. I don't know what it was, but I, I put that movie up on a pedestal, man. Like, Wasn't Jurassic Park like one of your favorite movies? Yes, Jurassic Park is like my Star Wars. Like, yeah, really? Yes, not, wow. the, not as a trilogy, but just the original. The original Jurassic Park like okay. is so magical for me. And with when Jurassic World, when I was watching it, 
like just okay this is what got me this is this is uh the moment where i just kind of stopped caring is you know in jurassic park the moment where they see the the, the dinosaurs the bronchiosaurus and the the big symphony the crescendo everything right. just happens oh, it's right huge. there yeah yeah and uh yeah. and it's just so magical like dr grant like can't even stand up because it's just it's amazing it's the first time seeing dinosaurs in this movie that music cues as they're showing the park and the materialism and mm. all just like there wasn't any magic to that hmm. i mean it was just full of really cheesy parts and like i hate to blame chris pratt but i like him in everything else but i, really? I just work in did this. not like him in this huh uh, so anyway, we we decided we've been hearing all the buzz about Mad Max, so we we went decided yeah. to go see Mad Max to kind of wash Jurassic World out of our mouth. Yeah, yeah. And oh my gosh, <laughs> oh man, I just like sat there and like like we just sat there and let that movie just kind of happen to us. Like there's no other way to like. Ah uh, man. So now you understand would, what would the you whole see, steering wheel thing is. Right? Yeah, I get the steering okay. wheel thing okay. now. Would you see either again? Um, I want I do want to see Jurassic World again because I. I'm going to lower my expectations. Steph loved it. She had a lot of fun through it. And I, the whole Same. time I was just sitting there pouting like, this is not <laughs> my Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Mad Max, I have no idea, man. Like that movie You need just, a couple years to like let it. I, that movie, just, I'm still getting like getting it all out of me here. <laughs> if you need someone to see the new Jurassic World movie with, I uh, I will witness it with you. Okay. <laughs> have you not seen it? To 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 play a pun on the, uh, on uh, that's the joke. I live, I die, I live again. <laughs> no, I haven't seen Jurassic World though, and I'd be pretty Wait, excited. I too. haven't seen it too. Yeah, I need to see both actually. But uh, let's stop the show right now. Let's go watch Mad Max. Yeah, so we'll, we'll talk to you guys later. Seriously, yeah, my so favorite my favorite part is when they spray the chrome on their mouth. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, the part that I thought everybody thought that I would love, mm-hmm. uh, the guitar guy. Yeah freaked me out i i don't know <laughs> really? what it was yeah he just scared the crap out of me it was the best huh. part he had a flamethrower oh, man but it was just so like that movie i guess i can wrap up and say it was just it was just disturbing like huh. but it's so good oh man it would just, it hit me like on another level like i just sat there i let it happen to me name another movie mm-hmm. that did that to you <laughs> Honestly, like no, I mean, this is why I think it's such a good movie because what other films can you watch? Does that make it good, or does, yes. does that make it an experience? It, it, it depends is... on what you call a good movie. If you, there's a movie that you enjoy, you can get hit by a car and nothing else like that has ever happened to you, <laughs> but it wasn't good. You have to say, think what a good movie is. There's some movies that are called good, but people don't necessarily enjoy. They're just well made. Maybe this is one of those. Nope. It does what nope. it was supposed to do. Nope. It's very artsy, I would say, nope, and it's. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, well, I would say it is. It like all the shots. Like if you just look at the oh, the, cinematography. the cinematography. <laughs> if you look at that, if I if I use that term, um, it's fantastic. Yes, uh, it was well shot, well done. Everything about it was really good. About as far as the filming. Yeah, you know, Mad Max. Like I, I went into it not really expecting much. I hadn't seen Thunderdome and the rest of the series for quite some time. You don't need to see Thunderdome. Yeah, sorry. I, yeah, well, well, I, I will argue for it. I don't know. I think sure. I don't. You don't. You don't need to. But <laughs> if you enjoyed Mad Max a ton, I think you should. Yeah. Um, at least the new one. Um, I just like that it was the least badass that you would think it would be, I guess, if, yeah. if that makes any sense. Like, yeah. um, like the old ladies, like were the oh, coolest. Yeah. Like that was awesome. The elderly yeah. women in their seventies kicked some of the most butt in that whole movie. I really appreciated that actually. Yeah. yeah no, it was awesome. Um, and even the quote unquote damsel, Brandon has no idea. What we're yeah. I have no, I, I, you're making me really want to see this but movie. Even but. the quote unquote damsels in distress still kick butt. Like yeah. it's, it's, 
best movie I've seen in 10 years. Huh. I wouldn't wow. say best movie That's I've seen impressive. in 10 years, but still dang good movie. It's pretty incredible. It's in my top five. I like that they had the uh, the bad guy from like the first movie. Yeah. Uh, and Morton Joe. Yeah. Yeah, they had him. He was in the, like the the originals. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, the the, the bad guy, the, the dude with the, the mouth, with the, the fat guy. Mask, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he was oh. the original villain in Road Warrior, I believe. Yep. I, I just love how you describe certain things in here. The, the guy with the mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah if you've yeah. never seen this, it's like, wait, totally. they all have mouths. So yep. it, it, it reminded me a lot of like all the. Uh, what were they called? Like the minion guys, the guys that were painted white. Oh, uh. I don't know what they were called, but they reminded me of the like psychos in Borderlands. Yeah, yeah very, very um, Borderlands. Oh man, witness me! I think it's, I think it just scared me. Like okay. honestly, you, 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 here's why Mad Max is a better film for you than Jurassic World was, because you talked about it longer, <laughs> because you appreciate <laughs> there how is... much is when it like some of the car chases. That was all real cars, real yeah. people exploding. No, it was absolutely Ugh. amazing and all that. But as far as me saying that I enjoyed it, I can't even answer that. I don't <laughs> even know. I'm still like coming down from it yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever see it again. <laughs> it's just, it's Another movie intense. like that that had an effect on me was The Road by Cormac McCarthy. Oh, The Road is a rough. It's movie just rough, and it's yeah. just like it's. I wouldn't even call it a good film. It is a good film, but like it's. It's just it taxes you. It's not something that you watch to get energy. It's something that you watch to spend energy. Uh, another mm. movie I would give that to would be Requiem for a Dream. I, oh, that yeah. movie did come to mind when you said, uh, if it, "Name another movie that made you yeah. feel kind of like that." Yep. Requiem for a Dream just made me feel like, like empty, like incredibly useless. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. I finished the movie, all I wanted to do was like sulk. <laughs> like, <laughs> so like, wow. I don't really enjoy that. So. And I think I think that those are the type of movies that are good movies, but not necessarily enjoyable. Sure. You see them because other people talk about them. Right. Requiem, That's about it. Requiem for a Dream is an amazing, very well done movie I will never watch again. Right. Yep. right. I forgot about something. Okay. I have a question that I wanted to ask on the show. Oh, yeah. Okay, totally. go. Ask and away. it's about our friendship. Uh, and right. I hope it draws us closer together. But it may, may, may push us apart okay, okay. Man, this is so i will answer intense. last because i don't have an answer sure. i'm waiting for you to answer and then during your answers i will create my own sure. <laughs> <laughs> my question and we'll start with aj oh, Dave. oh man no pressure we'll start with andy okay. <laughs> no you can start with me start with, we'll start with aj what pokemon out of all the pokemon you know of doesn't have oh. to be new gen oh man. would you be and why oh geez. what pokemon uh, would i be yep if you had to choose pokemon to be Wow, I was not expecting. And that this. wasn't a double no, entendre joke this, about being like, real. This gets you on like a psyche level, like yeah, this, a psychic level. De- no, determining like what well, Pokemon you'll be says something about your character. Yeah, and you can't just pick your favorite because that doesn't do necessarily mean it. It doesn't. Uh, I would be Loudred because I'm very much into I audio don't and even stuff. Know what that is. Really, fair enough. He's the the okay. guy with the form of uh, uh, Wismer. Wismer, and he got with know. the ears. And he doesn't know all about audio and stuff. And anything past like. Gold and silver. I got nothing. This is this is probably gonna say something bad about me, but I would totally be Mewtwo. Uh, <laughs> just like I've always wanted, just like move things. I think that'd be so cool. Just be like, what does that move say about this? I'm gonna create things that I want all the power. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't know. I I would love to have just like who wouldn't love to have psychic ability to be able to do whatever they want. Just you know, like create things hmm. with your mind, do whatever. And I think that'd be fun. If I was going to be one Pokemon, that would be the most fun to be until I tried to but rule the world. Is that is but, that like your personality? Oh, the personality-wise, like in the movies, no way. But just as a Pokemon <laughs> and what he can do, that Pokemon. Okay. okay. Um, based solely on the television show, I would be Poliwhirl. 
but huh. only because it is the most just random and generic. All it is is a blob with a swirl with two eyes, and he punches. You wouldn't. People. You wouldn't even be Polly Wrath. No, no, Polly Whirl, oh, because it is the, <laughs> no it is the younger brother. <laughs> it is the younger brother of Polly Wrath, who's not nearly as cool, and everybody picked on. It's 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 kind of like when when we always described like I, I've always this is, I don't know why we're talking about this. But no, let's keep going. I have always related myself to Luigi a lot. Okay, he is the younger, taller brother who nobody really likes, but he's still there and he's just kicking it. And he he always makes Mario look really really good. No, yeah, he has this, great know. games like. We like the lost levels. Or Mario's <laughs> missing. Hey, Luigi's Mansion was pretty good right, but, for like ten minutes. But the whole game is about helping Mario. He doesn't get his own adventure. Mario gets to fly around the galaxy and clean up a paradise island. Luigi gets to make sure Mario can go fly around the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo just did Year of Ouija not too long ago, so get over it, did Luigi. Really? Yeah. I have not year seen Ouija. Or that you, or see, that's that's what a Luigi would do. That's he wouldn't pay attention Bam. and miss his own year. Yeah. He would know. just sit there and complain about Mario being he's that's, like Luigi's uh, not he's a like, uh, what's her face from uh, the Brady Bunch. Oh, uh, Marsha. Mar- <laughs> Marsha. No, Marsha's a good one. Jan. 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 Marsha, Marsha. Mario, Mario, Mario. That's you, Andy. That's you. In high school, my haircut looked like Florence Henderson. I look like the mom. Then from the you're the mom yeah. and the yes. daughter. That is, <laughs> that is very, very accurate. All right, go ahead, Andrew. So, you know, back when I was a kid, <laughs> this is going to be a long story. I dreamt many a time okay. of of what Pokemon I capture. What right. I had a poster on the wall that had the original 151, and sure. uh, I remember looking through that and getting a huge sense of nostalgia even years later. I, I just want to jump in the way. I think that most kids had that poster. I know oh, yeah. we, did. we did. I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. everyone had that, had that poster. Oh, yeah. So uh, if you didn't, you then were you know, missing out. Yeah, you know what feeling we're talking about yep. then. Um, and I remember thinking, like, you know, if I could capture and master one Pokemon, or if I could be one Pokemon, what would I be? And that's what brought about today's question. But if I had an answer to my own question, what Pokemon I'd be, I need to take my character into consideration. I am <laughs> wildly oblivious, ninety-nine percent of the time. I have a sweet sense of taste, albeit somewhat eclectic. And uh, I want to—I want to say it with you. To, uh, no, make a guess. All right, Lickitung. I was going to go with Lickitung. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Really? No, licky, it licky. Oh, it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> no, because it's just he like eats a lot. He likes to have a. He has a weird set of moves that no one else has. Yeah, yeah. they're he necessarily ex- good. You can teach him explosion. They are. Did you know exactly. that? <laughs> exactly. I don't know why, but you can teach him explosion. Really? I don't yeah. know explosion, but somebody can probably teach me it. <laughs> I don't explode. I just That's build fantastic. it up, and it festers as a mental condition. Oh, wow. wow, what a, what a great conversation to start off the show. That was wonderful. You're welcome. Thank you, Andrew. Oh man. So we kind of hinted at it before, but we actually do have a video game to talk about. We're not just going to oh, yeah, spend an do. hour talking about Mad Max and Pokemon, yeah, which. That would be a great not? combination. Steampunky. <laughs> Steam they should Pokemon. just do a Mad Max Pokemon crossover. <laughs> Sounds terrible. That does sound terrible. Never mind. It would just be a bunch of like electrodes versus Mad Max. Max. <laughs> just blowing themselves it'd be, up. It'd yep. be much you, Shru- you can have some sand shrews in there, just like no, that's in the desert movie. by themselves. Mad Snorlax. <laughs> you just hyper beam oh, everything. Man. All right. Uh. Okay. So the game. Uh, what game did we choose this week? There, AJ. We chose Guns of Icarus, the Ooh. steampunk uh, Zeppelin flying team-based deathmatch plus yeah. other stuff. Pretty much. Uh, yep. That. Killing 
things, Victorian era things. Yeah. Game. Somebody stop me. Okay, so Guns of Icarus is a steampunk-themed multiplayer first-person shoot. Well, it's not really a shooter. I mean, there it's are, only, there, there are guns there is involved. Some shooting. It's only a shooter when you get on those turrets. Like, that's kind of one True. thing I wish that they would have done is, like, everybody gets, like, a rifle. And then if you're, you know, if, if you're on a side of the ship where there's no turrets, you could still, like, kind of shoot, shoot at other people. people. That'd be kind of cool. But anyway. Impossible. Yeah. Well, it, would, it would be freaking impossible. It was published like by Muse pirate. Games as a follow-up to Guns of Icarus. This is it, this was actually an earlier game. So this is Guns of Icarus Online, which there was Guns of Icarus was an older game. But this one was released on October 29th, 2012. It's uh, a version officially went online during that day, and it focuses on airship combat. AJ, you kind of you, you kind of hinted it before, but it's you get four people on this flying zeppelin and try to blow up other flying zeppelins. Yeah, man. That's what that's what you do when you have a zeppelin. Well, you, yeah. You blow course. up other zeppelins. Duh. Mm-hmm. No duh. Why do you think there aren't any zeppelins around? <laughs> <laughs> blow each other up. Because we found a more efficient way to travel. <laughs> but uh players choose from three different classes. You got your gunners, which are the shoot 'em ups, you got the engineers, which are build 'em ups, and you got the pilots, which fly the boat around and make sure that people don't die Andy yes which yeah okay we'll talk about that later AJ and I played some games together and needless to say I am not the world's best pilot but uh you can have four people on each boat and everybody takes a specific role and if you don't have like an engineer on a boat you really can't do much if you don't have a gunner you really can't do much so so to start what was everybody's favorite thing to do um I would I would have to say gunner. Yeah, I, I love being a gunner. I mean, it, the other parts were obviously useful and you needed them, but I just didn't get the same satisfaction as being the one that shoots the other ships. Like that seems yeah. like the most fun part of it. But yeah, honestly, like I, uh, the engineer part of it really felt like I was just being thrown back into Team Fortress Two. Yeah, smack this. Okay, um, but gunner was my favorite for sure. I mean, the engineer was was useful, obviously. Oh yeah, you definitely need the engineer. You yeah. do. But I, I find it funny that when you have a wrench in your hand, all you do is hit the... Like, Fixing it. <laughs> in order to fix it, you just kind of smack <laughs> the boiler smack with it an engineer. Well, that, that seems very practical. You know, you just hit things right. to make them work. Yeah, Percussive the, engineering. The next yep. time my refrigerator doesn't work, I'm just going to take a hammer and... <laughs> no, wrench. It needs to be a wrench. Well, wrench, it could be one of those rubber hammers. Big sludge hammers, yeah. yeah. Uh, I only played really the engineer, and I did a little bit of guns yeah. as the engineer. <laughs> um, and then I did the pilot tutorial right before the show, and I'm really bad at that. So, the, so. yeah, the oh, pilot man. stuff is really tough to navigate. That's hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I could, I could actually see the pilot being a lot of fun if you're good at it. But you know, Brandon, I figured like just judging from where what you played in WoW as far as a warrior and you know hitting cooldowns all the time and everything, I figured you would like the engineer isn't as glamorous as a gunner, sure, right. but engineering is all about hitting the cooldowns on everything so i figured that would have been it is kind of like the healer role because you're healing the ship i think that's exactly that is why i had a problem with it it's less glamorous but it's the most important yep yep that's why i couldn't do it it was the healing role i know i I just can't i've never been able to force myself to find that fun when you're not gratifying yourself you're brandon exactly (laughs) I, i i found out how Oh, 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 really? As somebody who plays melee-centric characters in every okay. game, I found out how to have fun playing a healer. Do oh. tell. I need to know this. It's not so much what healing class... Like, I think of WoW, for example, but it's okay. not so much what healing class you're playing. It's you decide the fate of who lives exactly. and dies. Exactly. <laughs> it's a control thing. And yep. it's, uh, it's, it's just... It's 
it's pretty great. I'm not gonna lie. So wait, hmm. what are you healing in then? Priest. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, you're actually healing. Discipline. Wow. Wow. I have, I have the discipline to play a discipline. Yeah, buddy. Oh to boy. Penance. I want to hear more about this later. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There are. Oh, uh, everybody on each ship has to be a captain, right? There has to be one captain. Uh, too stressful. I did it once, and we almost lost that game because of my terrible, terrible leadership skills. Shout out to Tuna Cookie for saving yeah, us. That do okay. So let's okay. AJ and I played. <laughs> We're skipping so much. Here. AJ and I played one game together, and I was the. I was like, I've I've played about three games before he hopped on. I'll be the pilot. I'll be the the team leader. So AJ and I hopped on. I was the driver. He was an engineer. Then we had two gunners. And I ended up steering us into hell itself. Yep. Except for I was I was blindfolded, I guess, the whole time. Because <laughs> we, we ended up dying. I think, what was it? First of five kills one? Yeah, it was and first I, of five I, kills. Our ship blew up four times because I suck as a pilot. Well, you didn't realize that. You didn't take a look at our ship. Our, our <laughs> ship only had guns on the left side and did not have guns on the right side. So. Let's flank them to the right. Uh, no, we, we can't do that at all. Huh. But uh, needless to say, what was his name? Squ- uh, tuna? tuna Cookie. Tuna Cookie. He's like, all right, just let me drive. <laughs> and then uh, as the pilot, I'm sitting there on a gun, and I was bad, but we won. No, no, we awesome. did good. We so, did good. So shout out to that guy. There are seven different ships that you can uh, customize for appearance to the actual guns on them. I think that was pretty cool. Uh, you, you only get to play a few of them when you're at the novice or whatever. But I mean, I, that makes sense. You need to unlock more and be able to, absolutely. you know. Absolutely. I think, um, personally, I think the spire looks really, really cool. Yeah. Had that, I, like, that spiral staircase going yep, up it. Yep. Yeah, that that's really neat. It's the most unique looking out of all of them. For yeah. sure. I definitely like the art. I mean, it's basically all uh, steampunk stuff, which I really like steampunk. I think it's a really cool sure. art style, and that's what this is. And it's, uh, I guess, Zeppelins are very steampunk in general. Like, that's one of those things yeah. that's steampunk mm-hmm. norm. I guess yeah, zeppelins, airships, uh, alternative travel. I I kind of wish there was more like gears and stuff, but I can't. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. that's nitpicking at this point. So, yeah. Um, the game received mixed reviews when it first came out. Metacritic scored at sixty four out of hundred based on seven reviews. Game rankings give it a seventy percent. But in, as of this June, the game is sitting at ninety five percent on Steam. Wow. So, is it really? So 95% as overwhelmingly positive. Wow. Which huh. which is weird because you you hop in there and you play and I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but the game is is fun. It's not that fun, <laughs> but Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I guess know. when you actually play with other people, it's fun, but That's true. How long does that feeling stay, I feel like? Like Yeah. I I didn't play a whole a whole lot, but what all is there to do? Well, I mean, they, they... Sorry, Gage, go ahead. No, I was just going to mention, as far as the game that we played, uh, after we took down about two ships, I was thinking, like, oh, this, is, this isn't this is over yet. Yeah. No, yeah. this is... We're not done. That one match lasted, like, what was it, like, 45 minutes? It was about an like hour, that? yeah. Huh. Yeah, it just, like, it... Uh, I don't know. I like the playing the... It's kind of like... Um, I don't know. Like, I, I, it's a game that wants to be more than a quick 35 to 40-minute game. Sure. But it doesn't give you enough to be able to successfully deploy that. Like I, f- I feel like this is a game that really needs a good story mode. Well, there there is story, but it's all based on the other game. The online part is just let's get some skirmishes in and play. Yeah, I think you're kind of onto something there, though, Andrew. Because like, if you look at this, this game very much reminded me of a MOBA. 
yeah. uh, in like yeah. a League of Legends yeah, or Blizzard definitely. Heroes. Um, but there's no like active progression throughout the match. It's just doing the same thing for an hour. You're not yeah, like right. getting leveling. You're not getting any better. Like as an engineer, you're just hopping from engine to engine, repairing it the in- for an hour. Yeah, and I feel like if they added some kind of uh, objectives during the match, you know, go here to pick up this ammo to make your gun stronger or right. something and you're like different ships are racing toward the objective while fighting each other type of thing i think that could add a little flavor to it but they they do have multiple game modes i mean there's your standard death match but they also have king of the hill and crazy king now, i don't remember what crazy king is exactly i know that was some halo mode i'm um, king henry the third well right okay. <laughs> yeah the actual yep. game mode i think it's like isn't it free for all or something? I don't I don't remember. But there are three different game modes. You can have up to thirty-two people playing in one game at a time. Wow. So that's sixteen people on each side. That's four airships fighting against each other. And that's cool. I yeah, that I mean, could that's, get pretty intense. Yeah, that's that's like a Rothy Basin numbers. You know, getting yeah. getting sixteen yeah, people that. on each side. I know this probably isn't the in, the uh this isn't the intended side effect of playing Guns of Icarus. Mm-hmm. But playing this game just really made me want to quit and play EVE Online. Really? Yeah. Really? I don't know why, but I, there's a direct correlation in my brain with this game and EVE. And I just remember thinking, man, EVE in space, that'd be a lot better. So, yeah, let's make, let's take, go. okay, I, I'm going to ask this a little bit later, but I want you guys to think about it. What would you want to see in this game? We do this a lot, like, oh, it'd be really cool if, if. Besiege had meteors in space, or whatever we were talking about a long time ago. Yeah, that was a <laughs> zombie dragons. <laughs> zombie dragons in space. Okay, but like, but like, I want you guys to come back. What What would be your improvements to the game? So I, we'll 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 come, we'll come back, back to that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. They do have built-in voice chat, which I thought was really nice. That, that's it was, nice. Yeah. It was the reason we won the game because the guy said, "All right, let me drive. <laughs> have fun. Go drive." So without that, we would have lost. And it's all it requires is a mic. You don't have to download Skype or Vent or anything like mm-hmm. that. That's pretty nice. That and it, nice. does it actually function unlike the Blizzard one, which is like broken? Um, it, it's, it's it's the same as like any other Valve yeah. multiplayer. Yeah. It's kind of like talking on Xbox Live, kind yeah. of, okay, or something okay. like that, PlayStation, something like that. Uh, they do. I mean, the game is not free, but right now on Steam, it's like what. Three, four bucks, something. Oh, is it really now? Steam yeah. Summer yeah, I, Sales. Yeah, I do want to bring up the fact that the Steam Summer Sale is going on on right now. A lot of the games that we've reviewed and talked about are on there right now yes, for really are. cheap. So go check things out. It's worth it. Hello, my name's Sam Sillies. Game selling <laughs> Steve's selling games cheap on Steam. Mary. Would you like to buy a game? Five dollars, three dollars, two dollars, one dollar, one fifty? I don't know. How about a game? Would you like to buy them? Buy them all. Spend all your money. Merry Steam Summer Sale to you all. <laughs> to, to you all. all. A good night. If there's any games that you would like to see us play on Steam, let us know via our Gmail. We'll get to that later. But if there's any um, indie games that aren't a bajillion dollars and you want to see us. Review them, and now that they're on sale, let us know. How many how many payments was Let's that? Take a look. Uh, seventeen payments 17. of fifty nine ninety nine ninety five fifty nine ninety five. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so there is a story mode, Andrew, and it's all based on the other game. Do you want me to? I have about a paragraph worth. Yeah, go do okay. it. Do it. So there Read. was a Great War of nineteen seventeen. Which first of all was that World War Two or World War One? That was World War One. 1917? I think that was Civil like World War I. I think that was World War I. Totally. That was World War I. <laughs> You're World so War I. uneducated. <laughs> no, it's the Civil War. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. The yeah, Great the Civil War of 1917? I think right. this is just which, alternate timeline. Which, which the reds and the, the reds and the and the and the yellows are right with the with the teams. <laughs> yeah. The 
And it was and it was George Washington wrist? and Abraham Lincoln in Canada versus the can, South. Can we start a separate podcast called History with Andrew? <laughs> that might be a segment. It's that not that be, somewhere be between it. between really really tired and drunk history. So the Great War of 1917 marked the beginning of the half century long conflict that spawned or. Desperate and devastating tactics which left the world in ruins with the ecosystem in a state of decay. Dust storms and global warming ravaged the planet. Survival takes precedence over conquest. Disease and famine decimated the planet, uh, earning the nickname the Red Death. Civilization is all a memory and survivors revert to pre-industrial tribal society. I think that this is Mad Max in the air. And I know we talked about this <laughs> Basically. movie. But think, but think about it. It's like... We're trying to scavenge up enough parts just to keep this thing flying, and then if we see other parts, we're gonna blow them out of the sky and steal their parts. Maybe, maybe not Fury Road, in the <laughs> air, like, but yeah. maybe Su- it's gliding road. Oh it's my super gosh. slow, and we're we're gonna get to them. We almost got eventually. There. We almost got there. I didn't see any blood bags, but <laughs> they were no, dude. That freaking. Oh, I know. Over. Gosh. Bring my blood. Okay. Uh, let's see. I live. Uh, I repair my engine. I live again. <laughs> uh, there was an age of dust as superstorms spread throughout the land, killing anything that was left. But a human survivor named Gabriel constructed the first airship since the Great War. He later became a legendary captain, but died when he returned to his hometown and waited for bloodthirsty pirates to ambush him. Though Gabriel was never seen again, his invention shaped the way of people traveled and fought in this post-apocalyptic wasteland. So that's your story, basically. So teenage wasteland. Uh, With See, I've always thought that the idea of war zeppelins was just kind of ridiculous, especially (laughs) when you have bullets, because (laughs) if there's airships with bullets, you just shoot the other blimps like yeah. balloon pop it and then <laughs> they die like the first one to pop the other well actually why didn't the eagles just carry dead. frodo and sand to mordor no, no, okay <laughs> i don't okay. get it that act, that actually does have a reason <laughs> no 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 there were don't fell even. beasts no 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 there were fell don't beasts even. that would have killed the oh, eagles stop. If they, okay anyway <laughs> did you see the uh that big tank warship that thing had armor on its blimp it did, okay it did. okay I, but if you don't have that sure like the ones that we were which one didn't have that the, the squid or whatever ones. it was called, or the, the what was it? The nutcracker? What was the? They were fast. They were too fast for guns. The goldfish. Too fast for that guns. Thing didn't have any can you make? Can you make a blimp that is too fast hey, for guns? Did you pop one of those? <laughs> it's a really freaking <laughs> fast blimp. Did any of you guys ever play the game uh, Crimson Skies? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Game it did awesome. remind me no, of that a little it bit. Totally it did. did. No, I did not. Crimson. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Crimson. It's all like. You're not it's, flying around airships. You're flying around big, you know, just planes. It like was like that. World War II planes. And, yeah. I just want to give a, a quick shout out to my buddy Rod. Me and him, uh, me and Rod used to just play hours of Crimson Skies. And I think that helped me participate in this game to a yeah. certain degree. Yeah. Just the hours of dogfights and trying to find things in the middle of the air and then getting turned upside down and not knowing which way is which and getting lost in clouds yeah. and plumbing to the ground and dying in a fiery explosion <laughs> and having PTSD. <laughs> This this game definitely uh, <laughs> it it um, reminded me of Sky Captain: The World of Tomorrow, that yep, terrible that movie. terrible movie, and then it reminded me of an old anime that our dad used to have called The Last Exile. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember that it was yep. like big frigate ships flying in the air, but it was all like Civil War style, so they hmm. would open up the hole simultaneously and then just have men lining up with muskets like trading rounds. It was really weird, but it was, yep. it was a good anime. Um, so I guess now that we're here. What do you guys want to see in the game to, to make it better? I think this game could benefit from a 
um, attack and defense mode. Like have a team on attack and then have a team on defense. And the defense would be like in a building or in a... I don't want to say Ooh. a castle, but some kind of fort Sky where they're, fortress. yeah, where they're kind of defending against these zeppelins that are attacking. I think that would be a, a good mode of, and you could have like, you know, four blimps atta- attacking a fort of sixteen people in there. Sure, I think that would be a really, a really that, cool mode. Cool. Yeah. So basically, you want to take the space battles from uh, Battlefront Two and oh, make Star them, Wars Battlefront Two, yeah, Damn. and make them Guns Vicarious, and then. Have a bunch of spaceships that also carry people that go to the big ones, and then if you destroy the big one, you win. Hmm. Something like that. That yeah. sounds cool. Agent, okay with that. Uh, I'd like to see more progression in the maps, as I said before. Uh, but maybe something along the lines of uh, having to gather like some sort of resource to buff your your blimp or your your zeppelin machine. You could get like, armor or something, or just like even like better ammunition. Like if you go like uh, get some sort of ore or something like that. Also. Uh, what is it called? Uh, jumping onto the other people's yeah, like boarding parties. Boarding oh yeah, 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 that would be. I would like cool. to see that. That would yep. be super cool, Andrew. They should put in zombie dragons. <laughs> okay. And and everyone should should have lasers. <laughs> yep. Shooting out of the eyeballs. out of their eyes. <laughs> that I would buy that game. No, I mean if I could if I could add something to Guns of Icarus, it would probably be guns. Oh okay. More like guns. <laughs> I, mean, I guess people like, holding in the people. title. Yeah, give the people the guns or give, just more guns? I want guns. I want a lot. Like, like uh, take Day of Defeat and then give me all the guns from that and put that in this game. Okay. What? So, so you, like, each person has, like, their own rifle or yeah. something like that. Yeah, or yeah. sniper Your rifle. class, like, that, engineer would have a shotgun. Cool. Can, like, we yeah, take, yeah. can we take Dino D-Day and put it in here? Flying <laughs> dinosaurs. Flying dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Look out, it's a T-Rex. <laughs> like a guy on the back of a pterodactyl, like a... Like, oh. Or what if you what if you started off on like a small blimp or a small zeppelin, and yeah. then there were uh, some that like kind of spawned that you boarded and yeah. just upgraded like, into like a bigger a neutral, one. Now. What if yeah. you could f- combine your blimps? Kind of like if you the like T-Rex the person, you say, "Hey, baby, we've been going steady for a while. <laughs> oh boy, things are getting are getting serious, Not and I'd blue. like to have smaller blimps with you. <laughs> oh, man. Should we combine our zeppelins together?" Bill, Just for tonight. I don't like his talk. And Bill. see where things go. <laughs> I, I actually think this game could be a great um, online. I mean, this is an online game, like an yeah. MMO type game, like um, like you just like brought Eve. up uh, yeah. Eve. Like Eve, it could be a game where you have the the big guilds or whatever with their giant zeppelins. Then you could have all the little pirate guilds yeah. running around with their tiny fast zeppelins attacking. World PvP. You yep. land because you have to refuel. And when you land, the world's teeming with monsters and bad things Ooh, and the red death and, and the that's plague. That's how you like like post apocalyptic stuff. That's how you grind your materials. And that's where you get materials stuff. on the yeah. ground to upgrade your. Oh, so dude. basically, we want them to evolve this into its own MMO with, yeah. di- with dinosaurs, with, with dinosaurs, dinosaurs. Yeah. and zombies. Because <laughs> during the post apocalyptic <laughs> zombie dragons. <laughs> I think it'd be really cool to have a mode where each team, instead of getting uh, four smaller zeppelins each team gets a one giant zeppelin like giant frigates and then when you're on there you can get into like one man planes and take off and have dogfights in the air and boarding parties Mm -hmm. like you mentioned like combine it all together you know if you can land on the enemy zeppelin and blow up their engine that kind of thing you know what i would also like as you're doing this Somebody else like higher up is controlling your entire game like a like an rts like in starcraft oh man and then and then even higher than that. I didn't think that far. I didn't think that far. Oh, man. I, 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 got, I, got, I got caught up in the moment. <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. We go, oh, it'd be so cool, but but 
imagine the logistics of trying to balance everything like that. Oh, all the code. Like, I like don't the, even know what that looks if like. If it's 16 on 16, all that we need to do is have one really good person land on the enemy team and just wipe everybody out. And then there'd have to be a death timer. So you would just go in there and wipe Good everybody shot. out while you're while you're trying to shoot at the others. You know, there's a lot to thought. But it would be cool. I'm not going to lie. I just think overall there should be a game kind of like this that becomes a MMO. Like, I think that this genre hasn't... I, I'm not really sure I haven't played a ton of MMOs. But I yeah. think that this genre would be a really good online game. Where it becomes not as much about leveling but about just an open world tons of things you can do right you're creating ships kind of like eve basically the idea is really cool but creating an mmo in this oh, I'm not, right now yeah is i'm not saying idea. it's easy yeah. i just think overall yeah. it would make a good MMO. the best ideas are not possible yeah yep. yeah it, it is a cool concept but you're right it's so saturated with so many different mno mmos 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 delicious mmos <laughs> sprinkle them in ice tastes, cream no that's <laughs> it would it would it would fall over and die. It would go free to play in like two weeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that the three maps they had were a bit light, but I don't... I mean, You're in the air. I mean... Sure. No one really like, cares about the maps, oh, unless there was actual I, like... Oh, I, I disagree with that. Well, but. I think that they could uh, benefit from like a destroyed cityscape where you're flying around skyscrapers or something. Yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. cool. So you're not just avoiding... The blimps you're Some, avoiding, yeah, line of sight, yeah, or it's like or mountains or something or flying through a thunderstorm or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Where one of the one of the um, modes I'd written down, how cool would it be? Well, I don't know if cool, but it would be a a a map where it was at night, and the big thing is one of the crew members manned a spotlight, so that's how you searched for people. It was really bright, but you could only like search one fourth of the sky at a time, so mm. it would be somebody's job to just get on the the rooster that eagle's nest with a spotlight and just look for other ships like that i don't mean to be debbie downer again but like that's a it's a really cool idea but once you're playing it then it's just is it fun yeah because then you're not are you actually playing a game or you're just looking for a ship and what if you don't find any ships the entire the entire game it's one of those it's things just a bad make, experience it's one of those things would make almost a better cut scene than it would yeah. an actual video it, it'd game make a really cool movie scene yeah yeah but as far as a game mechanic probably not that fun andrew what did you think about guns of icarus overall Overall, I thought it, um, I I don't know, like I thought it was really fun in the moment. It's good for short play, but I just don't, I don't see myself picking it back up, honestly. Sure. Like it's one of those, yeah, I had a good time, just not good enough to keep playing it. I right. don't know. Brandon? Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I It was fun to play, especially like for the podcast. It was fun to sit down and play. It was a nice break from uh, some of the random games we've been doing. But overall, I think that this game just doesn't have enough there. Like it, it needs more to do. It needs, um, I guess I didn't really do any story, but I think it needs a bigger story or more like progression. I it guess. needs the more involved story. Yeah, uh, well, I yeah. Think, I don't think there is actual story. I no, think it's that, all just death matches and stuff. Yeah, I think it needs a story, and that would definitely. Well, benefit. it has a story in the other game. Right. Yeah, I suppose. See, uh, for a lot, not for all games, but for a lot of games, I have a really hard time getting into them if there isn't, if it's not soaked in good lore or a good right. story, et cetera, et cetera. If it's not keep me interested and there's a reason to keep playing, whether that either be progression or uh, because you want to see out the rest of the story, it has to be for one of those reasons. Um, I just don't think smacking your head against the wall is a good way to uh, try to make a game, I guess. Sure. And I know it's not intentional, but at the same time, you either 
It's the same with Mario 64. There weren't upgrades, not really. I mean, you eventually have the blocks and stuff yeah. like that, but you wanted to see it to the end of the game. You wanted to see the different levels. You wanted to see what the rest of the game had yeah. in store, what changed, how the castle changed, etc. In Guns of Icarus, I know it's a way different game, but the the parallel can still be drawn. There just isn't a lot of change. There's sure. not a lot of there's a lot of constants, but not a lot of things you can do with those constants. Yeah. I think the idea of this game is nice, like the whole uh um, what's it? Co-op. Everyone's working together to fight the other blimps. That's really cool. But it's kind of, in a way, taking the first-person shooter, like arena shooter genre, and throwing it into these and slowing it way down, in a way. Because I mean, it's four. Like you can get up to like four to what is it? Is uh, it four four ships on each team. So that's sixteen. Yeah, so you can get 16. sixteen ships out there, slowly Eight. moving around. Everyone running around, like fixing your own ship. It really slows down the first-person shooter genre, in my opinion. And I'm not a huge fan of like arena shooters in general if they have no progression. And that's kind of what this did. It's a type of arena shooter just with zeppelins. I think the the lack of speed that you're talking about is made up for in the uh, like the amount of skill that it takes to actually perform yeah. all these operations well. And a lot of people, that, like I, I feel like the guys that we played with on, I think it was Sunday that we played. Yeah, it would have been Sunday. I feel like the guys that we played with like took a lot of pride in that. Mm-hmm. There was one guy saying like, "Oh man, I haven't played this in over a year, and you know I'm so rusty." And the guy's like freaking doing awesome. Yeah, he was amazing. Yeah. So he, I th- he won us the game. He yeah yeah tuna cookie man if you're out there. And I and I think there there is something to be said. Like I had more fun playing with AJ for the that one game we put. We played one game. It took like forty five minutes, almost an hour. Yeah. I played about three to four other games before that. Nothing like I was just I was kind of boring. And then I hopped on with AJ. And there's something like if we could get the four of us and it was our own boat. And yeah. we controlled everything. Brandon and Andrew, you're up there being the gunner. I'm a terrible pilot. AJ's <laughs> trying to fix everything. I'm just tinkering. We would be the worst ship, but I could see that being so much fun where we're that in could control. That would be great. That's something I've been trying to get away from, uh, from a, a theory, I guess, I've been trying to get away from in gaming is that um, people say like, oh, man, it's it's if we, if we got the four of us together, it'd be right. great. And it's like, well, I have to view games as the game itself not about who i'm with playing it because otherwise i would have always said world of warcraft was the best game i've ever played because my i had the most fun with more people in that game than i had any other honestly though i think world of warcraft is the best game i've ever played though to be fair (laughs) i'd say i disagree i think it's it's a really fun game it's really good when you have people but i've tried coming back to it multiple times and it's just been well i can do dungeons now and i quit yeah, and it's yeah. just because it, it it lacks interest because I don't have the friends there making it fun. So right. if a, if a game can't stand alone without p- the people who you know will make the game fun because you're playing with them, then it it's not a good game. Like that's just it's it has to stand on its own. Yeah, I, yeah, see. I, see I have that. to agree. I think that games need a good single player to be considered a good game. You can be a really good game and be like all multiplayer. But if you're not playing with friends, in my opinion, it's not as fun playing those games. Look at um, Loadout, for instance. We had a lot of fun playing with each other, not fun alone. Or uh, what was that other, the really hard, uh, Magisite. Magisite, really hard, really obnoxious playing alone, a lot of fun with other people. See, I see. that's where it differs for me, where I love playing Magisite alone, as I talked about in the episode, because I felt like, it. A, the game worked better, because it's still in early access. But B... Um, it just, I don't know, I felt like the multiplayer wasn't really fleshed out yet. Okay. And uh, single player, the game was just a lot better. And 
I, I, that's why I think it's it's hard to to really say that. Oh yeah, you know, like a game's better because it has more like blah 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 it has more people for multiplayer, and that makes it better because it's my friends playing it and. And uh, I don't know. I think of the, all the PvP times in Warcraft to use yeah. that ex- as another yeah. example. I hate PvP normally, but with you guys, it would have been fun. <laughs> yeah, and I, it was. Well, another cool, another cool thing about that though is uh, also building the relationship with the team out, out, out of the get go. Um, I think that's really fun for me. Like when I used to play Day to Feed all the time, like I would just like I would create conversations with people. We would you know yeah. build a friendship there out of out of nothing. Yeah, I I. I th- I'm not saying that games have to be only single player. That's not what I'm saying. Games like Legend of Zelda are good games. They're amazing games, obviously. They're single player. But I think the best games have both. And they need both to be considered the best game in I, I disagree. disagree. I think multiplayer is an added bonus. And I think single player is, at least for me, the most legitimate experience you can have. Well, um, the games like Warcraft, although I like multiplayer in a game like that, MMO, etc., it takes me out of the immersion in the game. You did do a lot of grinding and solo old raids and stuff. I think more than anybody else, Andrew was the, well, Brandon now, but yeah. but Andrew started out as being the person who, I'm going to go off and try to farm that strat well, home it was, forever and ever. You were really into lore. I, I love it. I love the storyline. I love the different areas in the game, going to Duskwood and seeing all right. the creepy stuff and stitches and running over to uh, Red Ridge and hating my life in Red Ridge, yep. going out of Red Ridge and somewhere with a zone that's actually fun. Um, and yep. it just, I don't know, like, that's what I, it's the same with Skyrim. I hear all these people with, with the Skyrim or Fallout series like, make it multiplayer, I don't understand. It's like, no, no well, they don't did, dare. And it was terrible. ESO, Elder Scrolls are my favorite games. I've said it more than once in this podcast, and they are not meant to be multiplayer games. Yep. Stop trying to make multiplayer Elder Scrolls a thing. It's not going to happen. Oh, man, calm down. Calm down. I, I guess my point is like... <laughs> Thank um, Alice. I, I'll bring up first-person shooters because those are typically the ones you think of with co-op. But there are the games like a Gears of War, for instance. I guess that's a third-person yeah. shooter where it's a great single-player game, but it's also really fun with multiple people. It doesn't have to be considered a multiplayer game, but the games that can do both well and keep the game's integ- integrity... I think are some of the best games. Um, sure. If you take a game like Ocarina of Time and try to throw co-op in it, that would destroy the game. But if you can put multiplayer in there somehow, and this is totally just a random, like, I, I'm not going to say how you do it, but if there is a way to do it and make it well, I think those are great because it gives you both options. Hmm. Didn't they uh, add co-op to Zelda, like Four Swords or something like that? Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, which was Was that fun? Strange. I never played it. Stressful. Yeah, but... I don't know, because like with single player games, and this is especially true for Oblivion and Fallout for me, uh, Fallout Three more in particular. Right. Um, I just I lost track of time. Like those are my truest gaming moments when I didn't look at the clock. I had unadulterated fun, and nothing took me out of the immersion. As much as I love the lore in Warcraft, as much as I love raiding and like nerding out, to me is getting so into it that you forget everything else around you. And those intense video game moments for me come only from single player games. See, see okay. for me, the the most intense moment of game moments of gaming that we've ever had were things like Cindergosa. First time we took down heroic Cindergosa back during Lich King. That is probably the pinnacle of my gaming experience. Tell me where your head was at during the encounter. My head was we have been bashing this thing over and over again. We've been doing this for literally months. How are we going to beat this? We're so close. We've wiped at 3% 30 times tonight. This is, And then when we finally got it, it was that 
aha moment and vent erupted. It exploded. Have you ever had? I mean, I'm sure you have, and we've all we've all been there. But the mo that that endorphin rush, I have not felt that in a single player game like we did at that night. Would you argue, or rather, would you agree that that was more of a moment you achieved for yourself and with your friends, and that's what's made it. That's what made it awesome, as opposed to the game bringing you there. Yeah, I'm. I actually kind of agree with you. I think that, um, games that are just single player have the best fun, or have. How am I trying to word this? Are the better games, but sometimes the multiplayer games are more fun. It's almost it's a different kind of fun, but it's just yeah. for me. It, it like I've been saying, it lacks that immersion. Like cl- killing and clearing Cindergosa and and the Frost Quarter with you guys was yeah. amazing, but it was it, fun for a different reason. But yeah, it wasn't it wasn't video game aha moment for me. It was I beat this with my friends and it's a big achievement and I can't believe we did sure. this together. Yeah, sure. I gotcha. I, I just want to give my two cents on that, my feelings on that, uh, and we'll head back into the into the discussion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the sorry. Game, um, yeah. Uh, I did not like I there was no fun to be had by me at that uh, during for that Cindy entire Rosa? thing for Cinderella really? during the entire thing. What you're saying is your magic betrayed you. My magic betrayed me, yeah. <laughs> but even when I you had, beat it. I had fun after we were done with it, and that's when I had fun. You had more fun with the... Uh, you had just enjoyed the pride of beating her. And that's why I can never go back to World of Warcraft, because <laughs> it's just it's literally just me just angry the entire time until I'm done with it. And that is the difference between single-player and multiplayer games like that. Multiplayer, you strive for achievement with your peers. Single-player, it's more personal benefit from exploration, etc. So when I play a game like Fallout, it's my immediate thought isn't what's right in front of me. It's I wonder what's over here in this corner, what's behind these crazy things, like etc. I want to explore, I want to go out, I want to see what the world has to offer. You can do that in Warcraft, but then you get Lolkek and then somebody stabs (laughs) you in the back. And it's just like, it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to Way of the future. But the two, two of the games I've played the most, obviously Warcraft, and then another game, uh, I think the single-player game that I've played the most is probably like the Final Fantasy game, especially Final Fantasy X I played for close to 150 hours, 200 hours. Um, that game I played because I wanted to beat everything in it. I wanted to complete it, do all the um, extra mission or all the extra quests, whatever, and that was fun, doing all the extra things. In World of Warcraft, I played it a lot because I wanted to be better than the other people. It's, and it's, that was the difference. It's funny that you bring up Final Fantasy X, and I was saying, like, when's the last time you've had that euphoric explosion? I take back what I said. Because <laughs> Whoa. Brandon... Whoa. When, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> words, I words, Andy. Andy. <laughs> euphoric explosion. That, and that me. Idea, Welcome to the euphoric explosion that podcast. Idea, that idea Brandon. Of, 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 I was going to say endorphin, like rush to your head. And, and, okay. and it's, oh my God, it freaks you. out because oh, I remember when races. Brandon chocobo races. finally, after <laughs> after weeks and weeks of doing this chocobo race, he won. Oh man, that chocobo he race. He jumped <laughs> off of the couch, threw his both of his hands into the air. The controller I went did. flying in a different direction. That was also the, the only time I've ever seen somebody throw a PlayStation controller. That's the only at a game TV I've before. ever thrown any controller multiple times. Okay, that just brings up my point though. Like, how much do you actually have to hate what you're doing in order to to get to that point where you throw everything and you're just like, "Yes, I'm done." And I don't play games to hate what I'm doing and the possibility of maybe being good. Like, I enjoy doing Heroic Cindergosa. 
Like I, I, I did. I, I, I say that I didn't back then, but it's like it was a bonding experience. We grew as a group doing that, and we have such a fond memory. Well, not fond. We have a, we have such a memory <laughs> of of that time. You know, it's it's weird. It's weird to reflect and look Nostalgia back. Nostalgia is yeah, a I, weird thing. It yeah. is. It is. I, I want to. Um, first, we need to go back eventually to the game. <laughs> of the but uh, I wanted to bring up the fact, uh, Dark Souls, because I mean, Andrew loves yeah. this game, but so it's good. frustratingly hard. And but oh, yeah. that makes it good. Like if it was an easy game, it would just be another easy, fine, you know, fantasy game where you beat things. But that, uh, oh, I'm dying. Oh, I'm dying. Getting killed. Getting killed. Getting killed. I finally beat it. Awesome. That's not what I'm arguing though, because. I mean, maybe this just could be me, but there there is a point where you are doing that, and then you stop and you ask yourself, why am I doing this? And is it just because I want to be yeah. done with it, or is it because like I want the the pride, the glory, whatever like that? And to me, like I've come to realize that that's just not a good option for okay. the amount of work that I'm putting into something like that. Team AJ. Okay. <laughs> AJ See, 2016. That's what I like about Dark Souls, though, is that the game doesn't. Uh, you beat your head against a wall almost every turn you take. You lose frequently, you die frequently, but at the same time, the game also puts in elements that lets you not fall all the way back to the behind from where you were. Like, it, it gives you little checkpoints to stop and, like, oh, yeah, this is the part where you're going to die a hundred times. You'll have to walk a bit and recover where you lost, but, like, you, you still eventually get back to it. Um, right. That's what I really think like encapsulates a fair game because when it's when it's Devil May Cry three kind of hard. Um, that freaking game. It's just, when Devil May Cry three. I'm like on Devil May Cry three. I'm like super hard settings. Um, that's just not fun to play. I mean, there's no like right. their health meters are. You have to chip off a little bit at a time. Like it's just it's it, it's frustrating because the game itself is not fun and it doesn't make the achievement fun because you aren't having fun getting there. So there's no fun to be had. Yeah. But something like Dark Souls, you you can feel you're on the on the precipice of beating it every single time you get to a boss, and you keep trying, getting better, and that's the game urges you to do so. And when a game can do that, when it can create that atmosphere they can successfully propel you against a hard game and still not make you rage quit. And that's what Dark Souls does well and what other games have the option of doing well. But instead, games like World of Warcraft now put in measures where you can just grab what you want and say, yeah, you know, that's fine. I, I'm an adult. I don't have that much time. I don't need to spend the money. I can't spend the money, rather. You're just you're lacking that integrity for games, I guess. It's the easiest way to put it. You had me right until the very yeah, end. Yeah, until the end. Eh? You, 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 were, you were so close. And then at the last second, it's basically saying if you don't have the t- I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Please do. But it seems like at the very end, you were saying if you can't put in the time, you're not a true gamer. That's not exactly. That's not what I'm saying at all. Okay. What I am saying is if you can't put in the time, mm-hmm. don't do the crime. No, what I am saying is <laughs> if you can't put in the time, I think you sh- it would be better suited for you to play a different game. Because all you're doing is cheapening your own oh, experience you of the game. Can't, oh, I, can't I think either, people though. should be able to play the game they want to play as long as they understand that time is a limitation for some people. Yeah, not everybody's going to be able to to put in thirty hours. Or so say you played Vanilla WoW again, okay. and uh, <laughs> oh my God. there's a guy who spent. You know how much? All of you know how much of a job it was to grind a High Warlord. Okay, back did in the any day? of you yeah. actually play Vanilla WoW besides no, me? No, I did not. So you know exactly. I, I know exactly how. Freaking frustrating. Now imagine you can is. get there in like two times or two times less the amount of time it would take, and you uh, had to pay like sixty bucks 
You think that's fair? I think that the game has changed to a point where people that's not understand. What I, asked you. I don't think it's fair. No, but I also think that the game has changed to a point where you have to realize that catering to 10 people versus 10 million people, you have to go for where the dollars are at. And unfortunately, does that, that sacrifice integrity to it, an extent? Because then you're agreeing with me. It, I don't know. I think that it depends on man. We are so off topic. I know. It's I think it's, but um. This uh, topic actually gets talked about a lot. The uh, catering to casuals, yada yada. Is that even integrity, or is that just elitism? It well, I would, the I whole, would argue that um, that's not elitism. I, don't I think, think that elitism. Blizzard, uh, currently at least, is doing a decent-ish job at that because, like, um, there's people who are like, "Oh, put in looking for raid because we can't see all the content. We're not allowed to raid because we're crappy. Why can't you know everyone see it?" So they put in looking for raid. And then the elitist complaint, oh, they get the same looking gear as we do. So they changed the gear. So now it's all just like there's looking for raid gear and raider gear. And then the casuals are like, oh, now we can't get the gear that looks better. So I think that Blizzard is doing it a good way. It's let them see the content, but let them realize that they're not going to get the same as the raiders, as the heroic raiders. Be like, if you're not going to put in the time... We can't give you as much, but we'll let you see everything. It's, it's, and I think that's a good way to do it. Which is good, because it was the same with Burning Crusade. That's why only, like, what was it, like, less than 1% saw... Yeah, it's a game. They want you game. to see the story. They want you to see the story, but you don't need to have all the gear. Is this just, like, an analogy for society as a whole right now? Yeah. It kind of is. Yeah, actually, yeah. that's... I mean, it, you, you, you kind of said it as a joke, but, but yeah, you're not wrong. No, handouts it, versus... It's stabilization. It's funny that yeah. we always talk about Blizzard on this podcast. Like we're, we're, <laughs> we're, all we're like the half Blizzard podcast. That's <laughs> um, because that's the crux of our gaming experience. It, it, together. it really is. All together. Least, off yeah. of. um, I think there's something to be said about and, and Andrew. You're you're looking at WoW as your prime of WoW, which was I mean, and we all were is Lich King, right? Yep. yep. That's that was what we all did the most. If if we all rated at the level we rated in in. Uh, Burning Crusade that we did in Lich King, we wouldn't have been able to clear maybe two dungeons. I if, mean, honestly, it was if that they, difficult. If, it was number... Everybody had to be Brandon and theorycraft <laughs> like crazy. Or you couldn't do it. Everybody had to spend thousands of gold a week. Like It was it was not fun. And so, that's where people get into the game. They realize that the game's not fun anymore if you have to turn it into a second job. And I think that that's where they've gotten today. They're like... They're trying to put in content for those people, and they're trying to put in content for the people who can play an hour a day. And it's a hard balance. Well, it yeah. is, How because do you, everyone complains. How do you make a game for 10 million people? Exactly. And that's where you have to be, just be like, you know, Blizzard, you still have all these people playing. You must be doing something right. I mean, you're losing subs, but you're well, still yeah, trying. It's, it's been the, going on for 10 plus years. It's the I mean, line of where does my creative vision for the project that I want to baby become taken by those who want an experience that's more accessible right and who are funding your project though but that's the thing though it's like when does it stop being yours because somebody else wants something different from you well, when it becomes when, your when you job get, when you get investors when it becomes your job yeah, they, well, they're if, if you want to be it, cynical about it and say investors it's fine i, I agree it, that's the case at, right, right. honestly at this point it is if they took if they got a whole group of people Let's say a whole group of people that were billionaires had all the money in the world they ever needed. It would probably be a different game because they wouldn't be trying so hard to make money. They could make the game they wanted and they wouldn't have to worry about sure. subscribers. It's like just like society, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. What a, I mean, I, I, we, we, 
we went left field and then now we're playing a different sport. So yeah, entirely, freaking but, guns of Icarus. But like yep. what that was a really good discussion. Like I love to get, get yeah. into the nitty gritty of that kind of stuff because it, it brings out art is a lie, nothing is real. Art, nothing is real. If, Illuminati. If any of you have anything to say about the topic, we'd love to hear yes, it. Please do email, email it. Us. We'll uh talk about it on the show. Email Andy about so, it. Uh, email I Andy. I'm, I'm sure we are I'm sure we're totally like like a, a little bit over for time, but why don't we go into our final thoughts of what we actually thought about guns of Icarus now that we've 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 given our opinions about casual versus hardcore <laughs> so I'll, I'll start I, yeah okay go ahead AJ. um my opinion of guns of icarus is initially it's really cool i like the whole steampunk vibe i think that's really really neat uh zeppelins is a cool idea uh i like the 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 idea of having multiple people doing one thing it gives it that that teamwork aspect and everything and everybody can fulfill a role and i like that uh, as far as fun goes, it was fun for, you know, half an hour, and then the match went on for another half hour, and it got a little old after that. Like I said, there wasn't any progression in the match itself, so it was just a lot of just flying around trying to shoot people, you yeah, know? Yeah. And I guess you can compare that to a first-person shooter, but uh, Brandon did mention the speed aspect was a, was a, a thing. Andrew, thoughts? If you are... Uh, I, this is going to sound terrible, but if you're younger and you don't have a lot of commitments and you can play the amount of games that the four of us used to back in the day, mm. get your friends, get on this game and have a jolly old time. Mm-hmm. You will yep. have a blast. That being said, if you're an adult, and this I don't mean it that way, I'm sure you're mature if kids you have out more, there. If you have more responsibilities yes. and you got to have real life smacking you around the face and you got to do adult things... It's fun, but realize you're not going to get a whole lot out of this game. Just go play Heroes of the Storm. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. I mean, I was surprised how much I actually enjoyed Guns of Icarus, but I wasn't really expecting anything either, honestly. I, I went in kind of just neutral, and I ended up, especially when AJ and I played together, I ended up having a good time. It doesn't, the game doesn't really do anything new or innovative. It just kind of surrounds it in a really cool steampunky world, and I can get behind that. I enjoyed it, but... I don't know. Unless it's with you guys, I'm not going to go back and play it again. You know, one thing that can really be said about this game is that uh, it's a game. It is a game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Totally a game. No, definitely. Words right out of my mouth. Quite. Brandon? I think the best thing this game does is uh, enforce multiplayer play. Like, the whole, you can have four people working together on the same blimp, the same vessel, the same boat, is probably the best part of this game, in my opinion, because it kind of forces you to. I mean, you can play one person by yourself with like three computers but that's just not right. nearly as fun or you know beneficial for you but i think that overall makes it kind of fun i do agree with andrew i think if you're not willing to put a ton of hours into this you probably won't have a lot of fun because you'll just be confused and get destroyed by the people who can yeah but it it is it is fun for a little bit i i totally forgot to mention and we should have done this at the very top of the show but this game was gifted to us by yep. our good yeah. buddy Scuba Doo. So yep, Scuba Doo, so thank you. Scuba-Doo. Thanks, dude. Thanks, um, Scoob. Honestly, like it, it was a it was a good sit down, have a few hours of fun game. Thanks for this crap. No, I, 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 I don't <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Scuba Doo. We don't rate the games anymore, but like it's it's, it's F plus a solid plus fun game. Like I, I it was I, fun. Yeah, I had a good time game. with it. So next week. Well, that is our review and discussion of Guns of Icarus. If you have any thoughts about the game, send an email to nordydirtcast at gmail.com. AJ. I just want to say that uh, we should all play with Scubadoo. 
I yeah, totally that would be great. You guys down. have a Steam. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Andy. So we will totally play with you. Uh, Andy, yeah. Andy will pilot us into the ground. Yeah. But I will totally do it. If you, <laughs> yeah, as totally. long as you can take over and shove Andy out of the way, dude, he'd be able to fly the airship by himself. I guarantee you. <laughs> he's like level he's just like you. He's just like you. You three go stand on the over there, and I'll do everything else. <laughs> so does that mean if Scubadoo uh, sails the ship for us, that we can set up a small grill? And start to have a cookout totally. on the ship yeah. and have Tell some you. buns of Icarus <laughs> yeah. to, to, to go with our our <laughs> oh, our oh sausage oh, boons. Amazing. Oh, I love man. it. That is amazing. So, buns next of Icarus. Week. That's a high five if next I ever saw week. one. Next week's game is also a game that was gifted to us by our very good friend, Scoobadoo 2. And that Thank game you, is? Uh, Lethal League. Lethal yeah. League. I, have, I, I mean, I've... Looked at a little bit of this, but I really don't know what. I have no what idea what, what this game is about. Yep. Doesn't Patrick here. yell that during an episode? So, lethal, 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 lethal. I think he does. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? I have no idea. <laughs> lethal, lethal. So next week, lethal I, league. I have no idea what to expect. I'm pretty stoked. Yep. So. Is it just the, you're fighting the community of League of Legends? <laughs> League of Legends. <laughs> They're oh, lethal I, I because so. they all hate oh, you. God, awesome. I hope not. Uh, that would, oh man. I'm just. <laughs> Equip poisons. Uh, there, yeah, there are a few things that make a grown man feel like such a small child and listening to oh, toxic, toxic behavior. I'm going to go jungle Inferno Soraka. Go play in, <laughs> go play in traffic. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Oh, one thing I wanted to bring up real quick is uh, Andrew's challenge. Yeah. Looks like it's going quite Looking well. pretty good there, Chief. Yeah. Yep. No, it's been a week, and I am miserable. I actually <laughs> just told him a story before we turn on the podcast that I was at a restaurant and getting some food, and uh, this super cute girl who I, who I have seen more than once at this place commented in my shoes and she's like you have really nice shoes and blah blah and we started talking and i turned around and showed her my face and she shied away <laughs> now is it, because, you all is it because the little molester mustache yeah i look like a freaking pedophile <laughs> you stereotype if i had those like clear awesome. rimmed glasses right now yes i could just like take a picture out of a school and get arrested so fast why don't you have a seat right over here mr linder <laughs> um um um, um i just brought happen? these cookies um i just i don't know i was to ha- i wanted to hang out just wanted to, just wanted just wanted to, to hang out. To we hang are getting out. into some super dirty territory. Anyways. Here. So if you want to contact us about, uh, uh, what's the game we just did? Guns of Icarus or any of our elitist stuff we talked about or anything, really. If you want to ask us how our day was going, send an email oh, to dirtycast at gmail.com. <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitter at the same name. Or you can stop by iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and help our show get noticed more. AJ. I cannot stress... Uh, Please follow us on Twitter because we do a lot. We actually post a lot of cool stuff on indie developers yeah, as well. Totally. So if anybody out there is looking at getting uh, their game more promotion or anything like that, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we'll notice it. You can tweet yeah, at us yeah. like cool pixel art or like cool gifts of, of you like, I guess managing the game or like building it or something yeah. like that. Uh, tweet at us and we'll definitely promote that for you. We'll mention it on the show even. Yeah, yeah, and got, if you and if you have something you want us to play that's yours, we will definitely play it. Talk about it on the show. You know, we're we're totally willing to take you free games. <laughs> yeah, we're we're definitely trying to get more into the indie scene and promoting other people because we it's we, we discussed it a little bit before the show, but as indie players and none of us are developers, but at the whole indie scene, we're kind of all in this together. So supporting one another in this type of thing, whether it's players or developers or both, it's really nice to see people sharing other people's games we're try- we're going to try to do more of that in the future so we we got yeah. some we got some stuff in the works i just crave the the creativity i love yeah, it yep. i love it so we went an entire episode without uh mentioning our good buddy eric linder mixing Woo! the show thank oh, you thanks, so dude. much my friend could not do this without you 
Uh, we also have AJ Vogel for doing the show theme. Oh, thanks, yeah. dude. So are you going to do that thing we discussed before you did pre-show with the theme? With the theme? What? You know what I'm talking about? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk after the show. Okay. Secret, <laughs> secrets are no fun. Uh, uh, thank Dang you, it. Mr. Scott Fletcher, for doing the voice work of the, uh, yep. yeah, thank you. the beginning and Ooh. the ending. You're a super cool Thanks, dude. dude. Thank you, Devin Duran, for existing. Woo. Oh, for, who's for, that? Uh, he's some dude. Axe uh, I think I think he's a casual. Uh, uh, do we want to go around the table do some... Some plugs? some plugs? Nope. Shameless plugs? Shameless nah. plugs. Uh, I don't plug. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Brandon. I, I don't have no plugs, right. actually. No, no plugs. I never got my ears pierced. Twitch.tv slash Rios, R-Y-0-S-A-J. Twitch.tv slash Elon 8 I stream sometimes. And Drew. Bob's Flea Market and Mini Mall. Flea Market. It's a market. It's a mall. That's all I got. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, anything else that anybody wants to wants to say before we sign off? My Somebody drop a fat beat. Make like Super Mario Brothers 2 and <laughs> drop a beat. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Talking about Guns of Icarus was really great, but I gotta go because I don't have a date. And I gotta go home, gotta get my hair fixed so I can go out and... I take some pics of different games that I'm trying to play, but Andy gets outside, and uh, what does he say? He says, uh, Andrew, why are you smoking cigarettes? Your mama will be so sad. How are you going to not smoke? I said, yeah, because it's bad for my health, and I should probably quit. Yeah, uh, dude, my, probably, my, my, my pop filter has so much spit on it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Time to clean it off and end the show. Uh, oh, my yeah. fiance thinks my apartment's haunted by her dead grandmother. So there's that. <gasps> wait, by what? her dead grandmother? Yeah. Dropping that, that on us like a cliffhanger <laughs> wait, wait, at the wait, end wait. of... Uh, Would that be haunting your apartment or her? Uh, I don't know. Uh, we we okay. Do, do you, we have we have two minutes? We we got two minutes. Okay, Go. so um, I, I moved into my new apartment. We've been having some electrical issues. I got to talked to the landlord about it. But every once in a while, some of the lights will flicker. We've been having the microwave re- time reset, like, a, like just the you know the, the the power shorting out to enough to where it kind of jumps it. Like my computer got turned off randomly. So I got to talked to the landlord about it. But my my loving fiance was it kept saying like it only happens when when I'm in the room. <laughs> It, I, it only happens when I walk by the lights, and I'm thinking, like, how do you know it only happens when you're in the <laughs> yeah, room? Exactly. Um, uh, we we have a back and forth trying to scare one another. Um, I'll jump out or I'll hide in the closet, and she'll do the same to me. Do you, do you it, dress up as her grandmother? Uh, you should. I did. I did hide in the closet wearing that horse mask, and I jumped out <laughs> at her, and she ran down the stairs. That was fun. So last night, um, at about one in the morning, uh, we have a little fan going on, and it was in it was. Up super high for just for like uh, white noise in the background while we're sleeping. That was going really loud, and she woke up because she was cold. So she went across the room to turn it off, but in a half asleep uh, state yeah, stage, she didn't know how to do it. So she woke me up. I walked over, and I I clicked the button, and I turned around, and she's lying down in the bed, sobbing and weeping and crying. Harder than I have ever seen her in her life. Just like completely emotionally distressed. And this is like one in the morning. We're both half asleep. I didn't know what was going on. I'm sure she's, she loves you sharing this information. She's not yeah. going to listen to this. but <laughs> Famous last word. I, she was holding her phone face down. So I grabbed her phone to see what it was. And she got a Facebook friend request, request from her dead grandmother. Wait, Whoa. what? So Whoa. yeah, it was, it was really weird. It That's was at one up. in the morning. And it all. She also requested like six or seven other people, all Kelly's family and immediate family, 
And we don't know why. So that's apparently just, that's her dad's. That's not even a joke. That's just the, messed but up. But the only way that this that this dead grandmother is going to try to contact Kelly is through Facebook. I don't right. know why. <laughs> this Facebook. The ghost. Kelly, the, there's ten secrets your doctor doesn't want you to know about. <laughs> you figured she'd be like on Tumblr or Twitter or something. Yeah. I mean, that's like the more like yeah. the new kid. People thing. check well, that now. Well, I mean, th- those ghosts are getting pretty technologically advanced now. Techno I mean, ghosts. Sure, yeah. sure. I, I, I have an I have a explanation for it. The only picture that was on the space this. Facebook. Facebook was of Kelly's grandmother and then her brother who's in Afghanistan, which the time difference relates our one in the morning is about his three in the afternoon. And the only picture was the two of them sitting together. So more than likely it was a uh, tribute account or something. Sure. I don't know. But, uh, well, but, once a person dies on Facebook, you can like turn into a memorial yes, account. Can. Yes, you can. Which is, it's just a little bit weird because she's like, why is everything, what's happening? And she goes really upset. Ghosts. Show her scary movies and pictures of scary things oh, the, until yeah. she's better. Totally. We're going to rewatch yeah. the Babadook or something. Oh, good. It'll yeah, be yeah. fun. Yeah. So, Desensitize. So if yeah. you ever listen to this, Kelly, I'm sorry I embarrassed you on the air, but I thought it was funny for the show. <laughs> so if there's anything... Oh, that was loud. So if there's anything else that uh, you guys would like to talk about before we... Uh, let's wrap it up. Head on out here. Let's wrap it up. Well, Andrew already wrapped it up. Z. Now I know my ABCs. Let's wrap it up. Brandon, make a sound. I got nothing. For myself, for Brandon. It's a secondary. Oh, it's a backup noise from... You weren't expecting that one, were you? For A.J. Vogel. And for Andrew Linder. Do you want to buy the Naughty Dirk podcast? Do you want to put some money down on the Naughty Dirk podcast? Send us some money through the mail on the on the <laughs> wings of pigeons, and we'll and we'll buy cool things for ourselves. Send us money on the wings. <laughs> Shut of up! Pigeons. You put me on the spot. And I needed to say things. Oh, uh, we'll see you all, fantastic sky pirates, next week. Take care. for the children, eh? Looking to buy a new airship, eh? Well, let me direct your gaze to our flying Firebolt 5000, equipped with state-of-the-art military-grade balloons full of non-flammable, probably, gases used to prepare yourself into the sky like one of the birds. Ooh, now we're talking with gas. No, no, why do I keep talking? <laughs> now we're talking with gas. <laughs> why? This isn't comfortable. <laughs> we shouldn't, if this, oh man, if we get famous, this needs to be the first shirt.